Hey folks, it's Obert here, and I just wanted to give you all a quick update on Tud. Uh, he had surgery, and I uh, just wanted to let everybody know that it went well, and he's recovering nicely at home now. So, you, all our fans were concerned about him. Me and Chris are wishing him well. Sounds like he's recovering. So, wanted to give you all that little update before we started today's episode. All right, let's get into it. Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And uh, guys, I got some good news. I uh, talked to Tom, uh, Turkey Tom, and uh, he told me that if you didn't manage to finish all your pumpkin beers by Christmas, he's granting a slight reprieve to November 30th. So that means if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out, chug, chug a log, baby. Wait, do you mean you said finish all your pumpkin beers by Christmas? He meant Thanksgiving. Sorry, I meant Thanksgiving. You got to finish them all by Thanksgiving, <laughs> which was last Thursday. Today's Monday, the last day of November. You you got till today, and then at that's the, pretty generous. Yeah, well, I I pulled a special, you know, I, I made a wishbone wish with him. <laughs> that's how turkeys make deals, I think. And um, he said, "All right, I'll give you to the end of the month because Christmas season." Kind of already started on Black Friday, but you can't open the Advent beer calendar case yet. So, oh, that's where, you that's got where a, it is. If you had a lot and you were just too sick of eating turkey on Thanksgiving, he's giving you till tonight. So, okay. Doesn't Turkey Tom sound like a badass drug lord? Like you're making back 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 room deals with him, and the only way he makes deals is tearing apart the corpses of his fellow turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Make I was gonna go you can't refuse <laughs> I was going to go a different direction and I was going to say Chris it sounds like Obert extorted Tom Turkey by Ooh. saying if, I, if you don't allow this I'm going to cook you oh okay I didn't think about that I mean I guess it's possible that no, it was a totally above board deal no foul play um, <laughs> but you but again you got if it's but this is your your real last chance. We already told you you had to be done last Thursday. We're serious this time. It's today. You, you know, Something, it makes so, me really think. I'm glad that we're recording this ahead of time because I'm thinking and I do have some pumpkin beers in excess. So I'm gonna have to throw them in the fridge. Make sure I drink them on not well, I guess today. I guess right now. Alright, it's gonna be a busy episode for me, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me I'm going to have leftover pumpkin beers, but I will not drink them till after Labor Day. Yep, that that's right. That's we did say the that. Start a pumpkin you, beer. Yeah. Start a pumpkin beer you season. You can put your white clothes away, and uh, you can start <laughs> Take the pumpkin beers out. That's no true. white, all orange. That's what they say. Yeah, I think Benjamin Franklin said that or something. So we're again setting ourselves up to be surprised when they come out in August. Is that how we're? Is that how we're doing this? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure we're all on the same page there. So we can That's still like, be surprised it, next year. It's like when you see Sam Adams Oktoberfest in June. You're <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't pause. This is wrong. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay. Um, but well, thank you, gracious Turkey Tom. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Turkey Tom. But uh, yeah, let's. You guys ready to get into it? Sure. It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Okay, so this week I have Peasant King, double IPA, from Burlington Beer Company. This beer comes courtesy of Yankee Spirits, which I don't think we've talked about on the podcast before, but I I told Todd, again, this is a segment titled living with living with your parents part three my parents were going <laughs> to yankee spirits and uh they were like hey you know do you want to come and i was like told todd he's like you gotta go the whole hat back half of the store is full of beer from all around new england and so i went he was right and um that's how i ended up with this beer from vermont so gonna pour this this sucker now and you've been there before right todd 
Yes, I believe Chris and I have been there together uh, before. It's a yes. good place to go if you have, you know, a couple extra hundred or thousand dollars in your pocket that you, you know, you really don't know what to do with it, but uh, you really want to spend it. Yankee Spirits is that place where you go and you can spend it in a matter of, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's it's unreal the amount of beer they have there. It's awesome. Um, and so I had, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this Peasant King in a minute, but before I do, um, you know, I kind of had the option of, do I want to spend a hundred-ish dollars on a case of beer at Yankee Spirits, or do I want to drive 10 minutes down the road to Treehouse and spend a hundred plus dollars on a case of beer there? And, um, you know, we have a lot of complex thoughts about Treehouse in this podcast, but, you know, they, they do have a very COVID-friendly delivery option, but you can't, you got to buy at least a case of beer. Pick- COVID-friendly pickup option. Sorry. Did I say delivery? This is strike yeah. two for me tonight. I got the Thanksgiving <laughs> Christmas thing, pickup delivery thing. Tud's very meaningful correction. Not delivery, pickup. You go there, pick it up. One case minimum. No leaving with a four-pack or a can for you. You got to buy a whole case, and you cannot customize this case. You have to buy what's on their website. Yep. Um, it's not a full case of the same thing. They had some very enticing mix packs for sure but you it's not just you pick what you want and it's really expensive um so i said you know treehouse is great we all love treehouse but there's so many new breweries to explore from all across new england so that's how i ended up at yankee spirits and choosing to spend my money there not quite the hundreds or thousands of dollars that i could have but um i got some beers including this peasant king yeah it's it it's a great spot um i don't you know for those of you who are familiar with where Treehouse is, it's literally, as Obert said, 10, 15 minutes down the road. Um, usually when I go up to Treehouse, which admittedly recently isn't that often, I usually uh, swing through Yankee Spirits as well just to see what they have because it's that place. Yankee Spirits is the closest place that I can think of off the top of my head where I could go and find some of the more rarer beers that I would be looking for. So around this time of season, hint, hint for all you uh, listeners right now, if you are looking for like, um bourbon county beers yankee spirits gets all of them. they I do mean, i can vouch for that my dad bought it like every four pack connecticut gets uh a few of the variants so they'll get like the original and they'll get some of the cool like 2020 variants which i can't think of what they are off the top of my head but they'll still but yankee spirits will get like the legit like proprietor proprietors blend and like the ones that, like, when you look online for, like, retail value, they retail for, like, hundreds of dollars. Yankee Spirits is the closest place to to me that has um, Total Wine doesn't carry them right down the road. I don't think anybody in Connecticut gets them. Uh, so Yankee Spirits is cool for, like, that type of stuff, too. Nice. Actually, strike three on me. I thought you were talking about the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel beer. You're talking about the Bourbon mm. County from Goose Island. Yeah, Goose Island, Bourbon yeah. County. Comes out Black Friday every year. Okay. Oh, damn. Coming up. Yeah. No, uh, it's oh, coming up as in coming coming up in the past. In the past, who knows? Am I still in Connecticut? Is my car fixed? I don't know. This is am this I is, still in North Carolina? Uh, yeah, we don't know. This is no one knows. the mystery of recording ahead of time. Um, but anyway, let's dive back into this nine percent ABV double IPA Peasant King. Really, really strong aroma. This undoubtedly is a New England style. Without even tasting, I could tell you that. A lot of that citrus, grapefruit, which is a citrus, pineapple, just very juicy on the nose. Um, a little bit of that dankness as well. We alluded to that maybe being, this is definitely, I could just smell the IBUs coming off of this this beer. <laughs> um, so let's let's dig in here. So much IBUs. All the IBUs. Yeah. And this is a good, this is what I drive to New England for. It took me four days to drive here. But this is a <laughs> solid New England IPA. Juicy, hazy. If I had to name the citrus fruits I get most out of it, yeah, really strong grapefruit and lemon. Um, a little brighter, maybe? Is that a term we could use on the palate? Sure. Why not? The world is your oyster. You can it use is. whatever word you want. Doesn't taste like 9%, that's for sure. <laughs> Dangerous. Um, this is really good New England IPA. Um, I don't know. You know, we review a lot of these, and it's hard to compare them all, but... I, but I guess before I finish my beer review, have you, have you, either of you heard of this place, Burlington Beer Company? I have not. I, I have been there. Okay. Yeah, I can't say I have not been there, nor have I really heard of it. They, 
they do a lot of good stuff. Um, they're right in Burlington, um, like in the industrial park there. Uh, they do stuff like uh, strawberry whale cake and uh, <laughs> I think it's called uh, wizard fights what counterweight calls it. It's something comp- it's complicated being a wizard is one of my favorite beers from them. Oh, I've had that beer. Okay. I did not realize that that was them. Interesting. That was a very good beer. Yeah, they uh, they're very good. Um, they're in you know, like I said, an, an industrial park. Their building is just—it's like every other brewery that you could imagine it being. It's just a massive, high ceiling industrial building. But they put a, a lot of good stuff. Um, very underrated. Um, you know, they do a lot of good. You know, a lot of good IPAs. Their stouts are good too. But um, nobody ever really talks about them, which it's kind of nice when you walk in and you can literally buy anything that they've brewed. You can get right there, and there's not a big line for it, but it's. It's all great beer. Yeah, I've never been up to Burlington before. Um, been to Plattsburgh, across the lake. Uh, been to a lot of other places in Vermont, but uh, this one's really good. I think this is going to get a four and a half from me, guys. Ooh, Rare four wow. and a half. Okay, nice. Folks, that, that means that you know that that's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when Obert's throwing around four and a half, like they're Monopoly money. It's just, it's just like a very drinkable New England IPA, and it hits me in all those... Tingly taste buds in the right way. Um, as far as untapped diverse goes, you know, I don't, like Todd was just saying, I don't really know if there's a ton of hot pipe for these guys, but I think it's still going to be a pretty highly rated beer. So I'm going to think this might weigh in at like a four, two, three. Nope. <sighs> <laughs> so out of 12,000 check-ins, Hold on, including... Holy. Including two by yours truly. Um, it is a four point one seven. Okay, still oh, solid. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still very solid. I have I've given I've had this one and I gave it a four. Um, judging so you're by the one reason. Of my, judging by one of my check ins, it does not look like the beer that you're drinking. This this thing. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. Very light. The the difference the difference in the the looking of the beer. But the next time I checked it in, it looks well, almost I'm, exactly like more what you're that drinking. lacing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And this was brewed less than a month ago, which is nice. That I always thought. Oh, that's fantastic. So, Ted's the reason that you missed uh, Long Story Short. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, No, but this is a, it it seems to be a really popular beer. Um, From what I recall, I liked it. But I also like a lot of this brewery's beer, so. You 4.0 liked it. (laughs) That means it was good. Not quite 4.5 liked it, but. No, I'm not going to give you a hard time. I I, I gave Um, It's Complicated Being a Wizard a 4.25, if that helps. Is that a single or double? That is a double. Okay. Yeah, I would reach out. I would look out for these guys again. Um, cool can art. It's kind of like minimalistic drawings of there's a crown on here. There's a barrel and a mushroom, which leads me to think that this might be somehow Mario related. There's a sun. It doesn't look very angry. Uh, a couple suns on here. So I don't know. But cool cart. Cool can art. And this is the art for it's complicated being a wizard. Oh, it's like a weird double-headed wizard thing. It's like if you made a a card, like a like a bicycle deck card, like a deck of cards card, and it was a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's what it would look like. I got full house kings over queens. Uh, but you, you trumped me with four four wizards. Four wizards. <laughs> Which of course is higher than aces, probably. Oh, it would know. have to be, right? It's like yeah. Almost tied with Joker. Jokers can't do magic. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That is true. They can't. Fun fact about Jokers: they don't. They don't do magic. <laughs> Midnight Tokers might do magic. That's but that's a good point. You got me there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I'm gonna call on Tud. What are you drinking for us this week? Last Should've last said. beer review from Tud for maybe for a while. A bit. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this is should be a good one. Make it a doozy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Who would have thought that with my last review for a while that this would pop up? There's a shark coming. There's a shark in the waters. It's getting closer. We're going to need a bigger beer. We're going to need a we're going to need a bigger glass. That's damn true. Yeah. <laughs> going to need a bigger glass. All right, so obviously by that sound, it's Fisher Beer! Oh my god, it's shark in the waters. So this week, I thought I would do something special. Um, 
I've been seeing this pop up a lot recently on my uh, on my Facebook feed of people mixing beers together. Um, and you know, I, I had brought it to the guys and I had said, hey, let's all sit down and do it together. But uh, we all like to talk too much. So uh, we decided that one of us would do it and that'd be me. Um, so, <laughs> so one of the coolest ones I've seen online is a uh, mixture of two beers that I had in my fridge. So I was like, gotta try it. Uh, so this week I have brought Cluster Nutter. From Alvarium, so for, uh, for those of you listeners who have been here with us for a while, uh, earlier during the pandemic, I reviewed King Cluster, which is the bourbon barrel-aged version of this beer. So for those of you who don't know, Cluster Nutter is uh, brewed by Alvarium uh, Beer uh, Brewing Company, but it is a salted peanut butter porter. Um, it's 6.9% ABV, and um, from what I know, and I've had it, it's delicious. It's, it's, it's brewed with 100% natural uh, peanut butter from Teddy's up in Boston. Um, and it, I know that they brew it very rarely because the amount of peanut butter that they have to put in their tanks to brew this beer causes quite the cleanup for the, the crew over at the brewery. So they brew it, you know, maybe once or twice a year. They don't brew, they don't make a habit of brewing this all the time. Interesting. And yeah, I saw you, when you had King Cluster on the show, you gave him a 475. So you're not messing around. I think that maybe the shark sound effects may have been overstated. Although I guess you could risk ruining a good beer. Right, correct. So the beer that I'm uh, mixing it with is another beer that Alvarium brewed, but they brewed it in conjunction with Fat Orange Cat. And I actually, thinking about how it was distributed, I think Fat Orange Cat brewed it with the help of Alvarium and not vice versa, because I got it from the 12% Beer Project, which means that that's where that's where Fat Orange Cat cans all their beer. Um, this is called mm. Electrical Banana Nana Nana Nana. Now, you're sure you have the right number of nanas. Yeah, right? Banana, nana, nana. Yeah, banana, nana, nana. Okay. <laughs> banana, nana, nana, nana. Oh, that's one banana, more. Nana, you nana. added one. Yeah, th- that's way too many. Yeah, I, I don't... A lot of... It's B-A... Okay, hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. The shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. But instead of an S, there's an N. N-A-N-A. So, banana, nana. Banana, nana. Okay. You you lost my brain short circuited when you <laughs> added the S and then removed it. But so banana nana. Sorry, the oh. shit is bananas. <laughs> it ba- is a na 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 na. <laughs> it is a uh, double IPA brewed with lactose, <laughs> vanilla, and banana. Um, if you look at the can art, the can art's pretty cool. It's a banana with a peeled back, mm. and when you peel it back, it's the tail of a fat orange cat. Okay. Also, around the tail are a whole bunch of bees, which is the symbol for Alvarium. I'm not going to lie to you. I do not like that can art. It's my hot take. That is disturbing. I don't know why I, f- I don't like Does it. Does the cat like tail a look a little too phallic for you? It looks a little bit too tonguey. Too tonguey. Like, I freaking like Gene it was, Simmons uh, is reaching out of the can Gene to Simmons, lick you. Yeah, yeah I kind of see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but with Listen. his tongue... His, his lips are like peeling, banana peeling back, and he's releasing bees to come like, and attack you. Don't worry. At least there's bees. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make it better, Gene Simmons? <laughs> you and your bees, bees knees. So, Goodness what gracious. I'm going to, how I've decided how I'm going to do this is I'm not going to go into great depth about what these, I'm not going to do a 20-minute beer review, guys. Um, or I'm not going to do a 20-minute beer review about each beer. I'm going to take a sip of one Tell you quickly what it tastes like, give it a score. Sip of the other, tell you quickly what it tastes like, give it a score. Then I'm going to mix them. And by mi- how I'm going to mix them is I'm going to pour the king cluster at the bottom of the glass till about halfway. And then I'm then I'm going to tilt the, the glass to the side and I'm going to pour the banana, the electrical banana nana on top of it and kind of make like a, like a... Black and tan. Like a black and tan. Yeah, but what's the... But I'm hoping that... I'm hoping I can get a good enough picture to where like the beer stays separated, kind of like oil and vinegar. Suspension. There you go. Mm. That's the that's pour the it over a pour. spoon. That's the trick. Oh, I should go get a spoon. Yeah. Pro tip for amateur drinkers out there who don't have as much experience as those of us <laughs> in the podcast. If you want to make a suspension and keep your beer separated, pour it over a spoon. It'll help get those layers nice and clear. Mm. All right. So first, before I get a spoon, let's take a little uh, a test a sip of the cluster nutter. Tastes like everything I remember it being. It tastes like salted peanut butter cup porter. It tastes like a baby brother of the King Cluster. It's a great beer. I'm going to give it a 425. 
And I'm going to say that Untapped has scored this a 4.21. Uh, for the electrical banana nana. Wow, that tastes like banana. That's a lot of banana. It tastes like a straight up banana. Um, wow. I kind of feel bad that I'm doing this to this beer. This tastes like a real banana. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.25 as well. I'm going to think that the untapped diverse likes this just as much. And I'm going to say that they're going to give it a 4.24. All right, let me get a spoon. So, Tud, Tud's not hearing this. He went to go get a spoon. Um, mm. Back in the day, Tud was a big fan of haircuts, which is an, a real haircut. <laughs> it's when you sit in the quote-unquote barber chair, which is a folding lawn chair. And you tilt your head back, and he pours in your mouth first whiskey sour mix or margarita yep. mix. And then he pours tequila in. And then you're supposed to mix those in your mouth and swallow it in one gulp. And uh, Yes. Talk about a haircut? <laughs> Welcome back to the conversation, Ted. Uh, yes, and what you're talking about haircuts. We're talking about uh, ways of mixing drinks in your mouth. You want to break oh. you want to break the surface tension of the beer. You want it to be Just like that. Yeah, but you want it to be touching the tip top of the beer. Yeah. Oh, tip top of the other beer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got to feel it. It's electric. Woo, banana 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 banana. Yeah, that's not that's not working out too well. So not every beer is black and tannable. I've learned this the hard way. Um, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Mm, bummer. I mean, it it just turned it to a lighter brown. Yeah, um, that didn't that didn't look like it worked too too goodly. That I'm gonna attempt it again later. Suspend. Mm-hmm. All right. Despite my failure in a suspension, I think I've poured equal amounts of each beer into this glass. On the nose, the the cluster nutter has taken over a hundred percent of the smell tastes. I mean, it I, smells that's not super surprising to me. I would think the banana would be a little bit more mild. Yeah, it smells like salted peanut butter, um, or sm- salted peanut butter cup. Maybe with a little bit of sweetness in there, but yeah, the cluster are sweet on its own anyway. So let's just go dive right in. Yeah, okay. So they do blend together very well. I will say that right off the bat. Um, you know, I definitely taste the cluster nutter with the salted peanut butter cup, uh, the porter flavor kind of, you know, the, that, that dark maltiness kind of fades off into the background and you're just kind of left with the flavor of, of what the cluster nutter is supposed to be. Um, the banana nana is, uh, a little bit faded into the background. I think that, um, if I take more of this electric banana and add this to it. Yeah. This is your concoction now. You can mix it however you see fit. And tell us the ratio to use at home. Mm. Oh, that's much better. That's much better. Okay. So it's probably about, I'm going to say 65 to 70% electric banana, nana, nana. Um, and the, and uh, 30 to 35% cluster nutter. So what this leaves me with is a beer that tastes like cluster nutter. I mean, I taste the salted peanut butter cup porter, but it also has a very but sweet banana flavor on the, you know, at the front end and the back end. What I don't get through still from the electric banana nana nana is that that really upfront like like that i just ate a banana i can tell that there's sweetness there i can tell that there's a little banana on the back end but it doesn't carry all the way through um i wish there was a way like i could keep on adding electric banana nana but i would uh start to lose the ratio so i'll add a little bit more just to see i'm gonna call this now probably about you know 75 percent electric banana well so here's the problem you keep you can keep adding electric banana nana but then eventually you're going to run out of it. Yes, that's the that's the bad part. Um, switching it to this a little bit higher ratio, the banana does stay most of the way through. Um, yeah, there's still that little bit of salted peanut butter cup, but now it's almost like there's not quite enough salted peanut butter cup. So this is <laughs> it's. <laughs> I can go back and forth yeah, and do yeah. this all day. So this reminds me of a Calvin and Hobbes comic where Calvin's <laughs> he's getting a bath and he's like, ah, oh, it's too hot. No, now it's too cold. It's too hot. That's cold. And then at the end of the mom's like, what's wrong now? And he's like, it's too full. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly where I'm at. Like, yeah. it's, it's good. Like if they mix this at the brewery, uh, Alvarium, because it, you know, one of them is a full Alvarium beer and the other one's a, a co-collab. If they did this at Alvarium, I would recommend that they do a, a 70-30 split um, of electric banana nana and cluster nutter. Um, it's really good. Oh, it's, 
it definitely has that banana flavor at the beginning, or that sweet flavor at the beginning. I would kind of chalk it up to the vanilla and the porter, the sweetness from the porter. And then it kind of carries into that chocolate peanut butterness with the with the banana on the back end. I'm going to give this concoction, I'll give it a four. Um, You know, I, I, it's probably worthy of a four two five if I could get the combination just right. Right. But I don't have enough beer to get the combination just right. Uh, um, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a... I'm, you know, I'm feeling generous. It's my last... But I'm going to give it a 4.25. I think that... I hope Alvarium's <laughs> listening to the sounds of my voice and they're they're going to do this at their brewery. Which we know they are. Right. Correct. So, Mike and Chris, the the head brewer... Or the brewers at Alvarium... It could be us. Uh, it could be us. <laughs> I was very confused. Was they like, make... Did we do it? They, we they hit it big. Damn good I'm beer. the silent partner. Uh, who <laughs> was um, the money man <laughs> they they should do this because that's yeah i wish i could get a better picture of the suspension for you guys so you guys could see but i'm not that good sorry well, like i said not it's i don't think it's on you as much as it is the densities of the beers are just too similar no i know it's on me because somebody did it on uh connecticut beer drinkers group they had it fully separated that mm. photoshop <laughs> yeah that sounds like Photoshop. That sounds like Photoshop. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna toss, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna chalk up to that. Be like, hey, why'd you Photoshop this? Okay, well, I have your guesses from Untapped here, oh. and okay. um, we'll just review those real quick. So for Cluster Nutter, you guessed a four point two one. The average of the twenty three seventy three check ins is a four point two seven. So pretty good. Point oh six off. The solid. Banana. I'm just going to keep hitting NAs and NAs until, okay. The electrical banana. And, um, I, I could see how you, this was a challenge before. It's now a that I'm looking at it, right? The electrical banana nana with 353 check ins only comes in at a 4.0. Really? Yeah. I could see some people not liking it. If they don't like banana, I mean, if you're a person who doesn't like bananas, you're not going to like this beer. That's me. My, um, right. My, Every toddler I've ever met would probably rate this beer a five. So my my nephew Julian would be all over. He uh, he's uh, all he says Nana 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 until you give him a banana, and then he shoves as much of it in his mouth as possible in one bite. That's how <laughs> hey, kid knows what he likes. That's how toddlers CJ, uh, eat bananas. Also, yeah, CJ also big fan of bananas, um, and now he knows how to open them by himself. So he's no a, banana, he's a banana is banana safe in your fool. household. No. Not at all. He's like, I opened Nana. I'm like, yes, you did. Good job, buddy. And then he eats it. And then earlier today, I came into the kitchen, and there was just banana pieces everywhere. And I was like, what happened? Like, peel (laughs) or fruit? No. Well, both. I mean, there were banana peel and banana just chunks. And I'm just like, why? He just opened a banana and, like, ripped it apart. And I'm like, I don't understand kids at all. Like, it doesn't make any sense. That that poor Uh, banana. Oh, it's 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 destroyed. It's destroyed. By, by the way, have you guys ever noticed? And I know you have, Chris. Obviously, you have because you have kids. How are bananas so freaking cheap? They're so yeah. cheap. So cheap. They're like what thirty-eight cents a pound. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? Well, yeah, okay, the, so the keystone what? light of the fruit world. <laughs> yeah, but I just but they, don't. They get, drive toddlers crazy. I don't get it though. Like, like you can't buy an orange for that. Like you can't buy a pound of oranges for that price, or a pound of yeah. apples. But like you can buy all of the bananas in the world for about twelve dollars. <laughs> Bunch of mad monkeys. Uh, it's like going. It's like going to Taco Bell when we were in college. You used to pay less than five. Every time you went there, it was less than five dollars, and you were going to walk out with like five five pounds of food. How do they wait, make money? So why do you why do you think babies like bananas so much? It's because they're cheap and the parents can load them up with bananas <laughs> it's because it's the only thing we can afford to feed kids them. would love kiwis <laughs> too if the parents are rich but uh. listen i want to hear from the banana czar why are bananas so cheap do you think banana czar is like a hereditary title or is it a vote is it like a voting system i think it's a cabinet <laughs> position okay it's the czar of bananas i think it's who do they a, report appointed to? by the president <laughs> banana president it's points the bananas oh, are. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. I did not realize the banana Republic. Yeah, I guess it would be a republic. The is is so. Wait, there's a store. Isn't there a store? Yes. <laughs> I know republic? why. I know why countries are called banana republics, though. I just don't know why bananas are so cheap. Because they well, we gotta talk to the bananas. Because they grow in giant bunches of like a thousand. They right, grow- but they only 
they only pick like one bunch, uh, like seven bunches at a time. Yeah. And how do they get them to stay green from coming then from daylight comes South and America? Then go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ted, How do we, they get them from South America while they're still green? We know you have a little bit of a recess from the podcast. I want your homework when you come back. I need you to give us a 500-word essay about why bananas are so cheap. Right. Uh, listen, oh, I'm man. actually kind of yes. curious to know why. We need we need a presentation about banana banana cheapness. And if you can get the bananas are to come on the podcast, that's bonus points. Listen, as a former economics major, I accept this challenge. I will figure yes. out the economies of the banana. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I think you're probably so going to be eating quite a few bananas after your thyroidectomy. Listen, listen. It's not going to affect my... People keep on telling me this. It's that they think that I'm going to have a sore throat. It's not... They're not going in my throat. They're going on top of my throat. I heard from a registered nurse that you're going to be eating soft foods. Did so. I hear from the same registered... Are we talking about the same registered nurse? The one who, who groped my neck to make, to feel what it felt like? Yeah, that might be the same one. All right. I'll have some lozenges. I'll be good. Yeah. Well, you're going to tell us why bananas are so cheap next episode that you're on. Right. I'm, I'm, in. I'm, I'm excited about the banana... The banana breakdown, like like the, B, the BBs, like, as they're called, like one to three episodes from now, or two to three episodes from now, I will report back. But in the meantime, beer thirty was like two hours ago in North Carolina. Oh. That is true. That is true. You know what he's gonna get though? I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me. Ah, it's the worst lead-up song. Why do I get the bad one? You know what? We're leaving it in there. This this is my final episode for a little bit. I want to talk about. I want to talk about this real quick. What don't you like about that one? You know what, listeners, write in hashtag DAWF podcast at gmail.com. And I want you to attach what you want to play before we do our beer reviews. Ooh, that's, there you go. You know what? That's I MP3 like that one too. Format I want that preferred. I want I want two I want two things. I want that and I want you to tell us what your opinion of that drop is. I'm not a big well, fan of Well, if they like it, I'm that's not, what they'll attach. I'm not going to die on the hill that it's a great <laughs> drop, but I don't think it's the worst drop. Can I I don't know what happens on the Tud side of my Skype call, but what I suspect happened at one point was Tud typed the letters B E E R into like Spotify. <laughs> And that was like one of the first three things that came up. But he was like, this is good enough. <laughs> that is true. You're I've never wrong. heard this before, but okay. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds about right. There's only like four songs about beer ever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got them all. We got them. One of them is a crazy song about Oktoberfest to Palooza. But we'll yep. only listen to that once a year. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, okay. I, I would like to put this out there. You can't make fun of me anymore. I have cancer. That's true. Not allowed. That is true. It's is it is it is it ear cancer, or is that what that sound drop is? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'll, right. I will. Go I'll ahead. give you. I'll give you that one. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right. So I'm gonna drink beer right now. So I am drinking an, a funky beer, a different beer. This is the lemon meringue pie ale from Snitz Creek Brewery which is in Lebanon, PA. There it is. Lebanon, Pennsylvania. So fun fact about this, how I came to be in possession of this beer is the fact that I was driving home and I happened to stop at a at a, at a rest stop, a, 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 just a random, what's it called, uh, <laughs> gas station. <laughs> uh, what is so funny? I, I had a 20-minute conversation with your wife about this. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, like via Snapchat when I was buying beer or something. Oh yeah, she was like, I yeah. can't believe that we could st- <laughs> continue. Yeah, so we stop and like, mind you, we're driving home from my Connecticut trip with four cases of beer already. Like, it's not like I didn't have enough beer, um, but I was like, oh, there was a brewery attached to this, uh, to this, this, this gas station. So you found a gas station with go- a brewery in it. It, well, no, it's a brewery. It's like a, 
super like it's attached to it it's like the whole back of the building um but anywho so i go in and it actually was very nice on the insides the snitz creek brewery i think it was a second location for them and i walked out with a crowler and two four packs because obviously i needed more beer (laughs) so i got uh i got this as one of them it's a blonde ale with lemon meringue pie filling oh so yeah kind of an interesting interesting take on a beer it's got a pie being thrown in this guy's face uh pretty pretty decent solid can art but yeah i'm i'm excited to try it out um i don't know honestly i don't know if i've ever had a lemon meringue pie is that weird i feel like that's a weird thing no i don't no, think that's weird okay oh okay I wasn't sure. I'm like, I, I feel like a 32-year-old should have had one by now, I, but I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a citrus pie. I don't think I've had the lemon meringue. I don't think I've had the key lime. Mm, I, yeah, no, I haven't had that either. I've had one, but it was because, like, my great-grandmother made it. So, like, she was, you like... Had, you had to. Old. <laughs> she was, like, there, waiting. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I'm not, don't get me... You know what? Key lime pie, by the way? Key lime pie is legit. Lemon meringue... Okay. Not legit. Key lime pie. Lemon meringue, not legit. Though, key lime pie is, like, the, the shit. Hmm. Um, I do think, though, that for our website, we should have, like, maybe a little bios about the three of us. And if I was to come up with one, I would just take that clip of you explaining about the time that you had a car full of beer and bought more beer. And, like, that's all you need to know about Chris. <laughs> I'll tell you this. His wife, th- yes. like, via Snapchat, told me that if he if he bought any more beer on the trip home, she was leaving him. She debated leaving him at that gas station. <laughs> I don't understand. She was like, yeah, go check it out. I don't know. Uh, she was probably mad at me at the time. In, in her Snapchat, she was not happy. That's a very... Listen, uh, that long of a drive is very stressful with two young kids. So, um, But anyways, I have beer because of it. So here it is. It's not what I expected it to look like. Yeah. Yeah, darker. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a, a... Like a... Almost a brown... Brownish orange. Brorange. It's a brorange. I hope it's good. <laughs> so I definitely get some some lemony uh, smell taste. So I think that's as to be expected. So. I have low expectations for the gas station brewery. <laughs> I will say, so I've had the the Crowler, of course, which was an IPA, and I've had the Blueberry Cream Ale. The IPA was, was, was good. The Blueberry Cream Ale, not so good. From the so, same guys? From the same guys, yes. Okay. Um, so let's see how this one goes. So this is very... Interesting. I mean, it's heavier than your normal blonde ale, as you'd expect. Um, it's 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 weird. It's got like a the front is the front the front is good. It's fine, and then it kind of tails off, and you get hit really hard with lemon, which you'd expect. But then it fades off, and it's very very sweet towards the end. Well, maybe it's moderately sweet towards the end. I'll say. Um, but it it kind of it's kind of good. In, like, a weird roundabout way. So, I would imagine in a lemon meringue pie, the bitterness of the lemon and the sweetness of the meringue and, like, that silky smoothness kind of complement and balance each other out. Does that translate Mm. at all to this beer? Yeah. uh, Yeah, definitely. I don't get a lot of overbearing sweetness. Like, it's not too sweet. It's not too sour or too bitter. I I feel like you hit it right on the head. Like, it just kind of mellows each other out. It's um, exactly like a real lemon meringue pie. Not ex- not impressive. Not not overly sour. Not overly sweet. Just kind of meh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is a personal problem, but it leaves my mouth a little dry on the end. Is that weird? That's like, the crust. I don't know. That's the crust. <laughs> oh, that's there you go. what it is. Um, it's it's not bad. It's actually it's pretty. It's better than I expected it to be. Um. It's still not the best beer I've ever had in my life, um, and uh, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Random gas station beer, um, not bad. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I feel like it's that like should just... have been a face your beer that you had a a random <laughs> gas, gas station, station beer. beer. <laughs> no, I think like I said, I think it was a second location for them. They're based elsewhere, but I just so happened to show up on the grand opening of their new. Brewery. So, so. Hey, I just want to make sure I get this straight. So um, on the gas station scale, where 87 is regular and 93 <laughs> is premium, where would you say this beer rates? Uh, it's probably it's probably an 87. Okay. I, I don't think it's not a premium. But for gas station beer? Premi- 
Well, for a gas station beer, I guess. Oh, man. So, I guess, what's the middle one? No one knows. No one has ever. Fun fact, that button doesn't work. (laughs) They just realized that they needed a middle button. Because you're either going to get premium gas or you're going to get regular gas. But they're like, we got to at least make up. Pretend like we have three gas options. The middle button doesn't do anything. Yeah. It mixes them. That's the swirl. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so i guess 90 i guess that's 90 yeah i can't remember yeah i guess it would be 90 huh 87 90 93 that makes sense uh yeah i guess i guess it's i guess it's the swirl i think it's it's middle of the road for gas station beers <laughs> listeners if you've ever bought the middle tier gas please write it <laughs> yeah actually, yeah it's a good point yeah i want to you know what Whoever whoever has bought in the middle tier gas, write in and we'll you know we'll add you as a special guest one day because we want to ask a question as to why. <laughs> or like, uh, even better if you like swear by ninety grade or whatever the <laughs> hell it is. Like, if that's like the only gas you ever get, be like, oh, you only got premium. I'm out of here. <laughs> what what is the, what is the middle grade? Is eighty nine? I think it's 89. I think you're right, Ted. 89 does sound... Who buys two more octane? These people. Who's like, you know what, 87? Nah. 89? 93? Too much. Yeah. I think it's got to be for like four-wheelers or snowmobiles or something. Yeah. Where, where's this go- Where's mm. this gas Goldilocks right here? Yeah. Like, boats. Boats? Could be boats. Oh. You, oh know what? you had a boat? Or you had access to I a boat? I had access to a boat. Uh... I think we put regular in, but we used sometimes we use Octane Boost, so I don't know. I want to, uh, I want to, I want to go back to this for a second. If you look at the uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears story, I don't think this has ever been pointed out in the history of man. So I'm probably like a genius. Why is Goldilocks trying to steal all Mama Bear's stuff? Right. Why is she equivalent to a Mama Bear? Yeah, like she's like like it's too hot. It was she's doing the Papa Bear stuff, but she was eating. It was too cold. It was Baby Bear stuff. She was eating the medium one, which is Mama Bear stuff. The bed too hard or too too hard was Papa Bear. Too soft was Baby Bear. The medium was Mama Bear's. Goldilocks just trying to trying to step up on on Mama Bear's uh, space. Well, with the now, Papa Bear. Did anybody ever dive into the fact that Mama Bear and Papa Bear are sleeping in separate beds? Maybe they, they have a tempur This could be tempur Yeah, do they have a t- This is, this is why Goldilocks is trying to... sleep number. This is why Goldilocks <laughs> is trying to step in. She knew that there was some tension because they were sleeping on separate beds. There's some marital discord going on. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, now I know that if I'm ever trying to trap a uh, like a mother bear, I just have to find like a 12-year-old girl... And like find all of her preferences, and I can lure a bear in with that. <laughs> Correct. Like, so what do you feel like? How do you feel about this porridge? Let me know when it's the right temperature for you. Yeah, what's your Goldilocks zone there, twelve-year-old girl? Yeah, I think my favorite part of that story is like five years down the road, where Papa Bear has to explain to Baby Bear that Mama still loves her, loves the Baby Bear, but Goldilocks is his mom now. Yeah. You know, that's my favorite part. I yeah. feel like that's what was really like happening in that story. Was like, you know. Yeah, I think Goldilocks was told to go there by Papa Bear and, you know, to piss off Mama Bear, and now Baby Bear's got a new mama. Goldilocks Home Record Edition. (laughs) But I am dying to know this untapped review. (laughs) So I'm going to say that the untapped verse rates this a 3.62. I know it's wrong. Like, just... Just do the nope. <laughs> Out of uh, 343 check-ins, that's, that's, all the, that's all the people who have ever stopped by the, the or chosen to go into the uh, gas station brewery. Uh, 3.86. People liked it. Wow. Okay. I mean... I don't think Pennsylvania is known exactly for their craft beer. Now, again, these are these are medium grade gas people. Now, Chris, can That's I true. Uh, can I ask you what you what you rated this again? I gave it a three and a half. So I would like to point out that on uh, November eleventh, twenty twenty, you rated this a, long ago. You rated this a four point Yeah, I think I was drunk when I drank this the first time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was drunk because I remember being like, no, I definitely was because I remember being like, whoa, this is really good. It's not really good. But that's probably why you uh, you rated it a little low this time because you remember it being so good last time. You had high drunk expectations. 
High drunk expectations, yes. Um, well, there you go. Enjoy your lemon meringue. Um, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, but so before we transition over to the handles, Todd has a very important update for us. On yes. one white chocolate blonde stout that the three of us brewed. It is now carved. Um, it's pouring great. Uh, that took a little bit of a, uh, you know, backing up because nobody knows this besides you, me, and Nick. So, uh, over before I had my surgery. So as you, as I'm speaking to you guys, this is from the future or this is from the past. Ooh, you're hearing my voice from the past. Um, we, uh, Todd, can you keep this chains? Can you quiet the chains down a little bit? The rattling uh, chains yes. is a little much. Yes, the, the, this is the voice of Todd past. Um, we kegged the the white chocolate blonde stout. Two weekends ago. Uh, relatively easy process. Um, we racked the beer from the carboy that we had put it in into a keg. Threw in the white chocolate flavoring. It was four ounces. Um, mixed it up. Put it in my kegerator. Carved it up with the CO2. But overall, it is, it's it's drinking really well. Um, it's pouring really well. It's carved up, I, I would say, about perfectly. So overall, a, a great success. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm very excited. Very cool. Couple questions for you. Um, sure. What would you rate it on a scale of zero to five? I mean, I think so personally because I brewed it. I think it's good, or we brewed it. I think it's good. I um, think you're allowed to add points for your own homebrew. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think if I went to a brewery and they had this, I'd be like, it's good. It's not the best. I'd probably rate it from a brewery about a three and a half. Um, personally, for for me and my brewing history, this is. Probably one of the better beers that I've brewed. Nice. Um, you know, the the first IPA that Chris and I brewed, somehow we've lucked into the fact that it was good. Uh <laughs> but this one's pretty like this one's better than I thought it was gonna be. I would probably give it a th- I'm gonna give it a three nine. Nice. Okay. He liked it so much he subscribed to Untapped to to rate this beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So it's the time of the episode for our three-handled Frosty Mug of Wisdom, where we tell you all things that we like, things we want to recommend to our audience. Um, you know, stuff holds a special place in our heart. And we kick this segment off, as always, with this very special intro music. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! Finish Eclamato. Thank you, as always, to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, and as honk, 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 man of the people, honk, honk, honk. I disagree, <laughs> but I want, the, I want our, I want our historians to go back and check this. I think I'm the man. Of the people. Okay, it's possible. The listeners know. The listeners who are paying extra careful attention know. They're the historians. Yes. Um, I feel like I've been man of the people a lot lately. I feel like I've been bad at this game, but this has been quite the run. Um. I'm going to choose Tud as first handler of our mug. Sure. So, my handle this week is uh, its a little bit of a life hack, a little bit of an item. It's a little bit of everything rolled into one. Uh, for those of you who work out and do like uh, high-intensity interval workouts or HIIT workouts, you guys have probably run across uh, this thing called a valve slide. There are these, they're basically these sliding things that you like you stick underneath your feet or arms to make exercises harder so for example if you're going to do mountain climbers you would put these underneath your feet and rather than lift your 
your feet to your chest, you know, lift your foot off the ground, you would put them on these valve slides and it makes the floor, makes any type of surface slippery because they're basically just pieces of plastic with foam on top of them that slip across the surface. Well, if you go to buy those, they're usually like 40 to $50. Listeners, I've got a hack for you. If you go to Amazon and type in uh, carpet furniture sliders, they're the same thing. Rather than spend 40 to $50, you know how much these carpet sliders cost and a pack of four, so you get two sets of valve slides? $11.99. So, in case any of you guys are home in quarantine or you know you don't feel comfortable going to the gym but you want to still get a good workout in, these things are awesome. Um, we have them now. They're, all, they're, they're great. It only cost me $12 versus $40 to $50 to work out in. And I, I, I told the, the owner of my gym this too, and he was like, I had no idea they could be that cheap. So we're getting all new valve slides at our gym too because ours are pretty beat up. But yeah, if you're if you're into work if you're into fitness or you want to be into fitness, these are just something you can add in. Like if you try to do you know push-ups with them, you have to stabilize a little bit more because your hands can slide. It just adds a little bit of difficulty. So that's my handle: is go buy carpet movers versus valve slides. That's good because I tried the same thing on a uh, air hockey table, life size air hockey table with uh pucks <laughs> didn't work out so well so i should have huh. gone with the carpet Weird. movers i guess or the uh the couch mover furniture movers so and i know that now for next time that's awesome. there you go so um man of the people do you want to go next or should i give it to well, the no, non-man of the i'll people? save myself for last all right so chris you're up okay so have you ever had to move furniture around <laughs> your house but it's too heavy <laughs> <laughs> but it's too heavy to do so well luckily for you there's these things that you buy on amazon they're 11 dollars and some odd cents that you can't even remember the price sneaky dirty bastard You oh you can spend forty dollars you can get these Valspar things and then you can put them can't even get the name of that right <laughs> I pay attention to the podcast I swear <laughs> uh okay so I'm going to I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna put over a company that I've used recently um, Google <laughs> Google you may have heard of them every week I They're type in of... please help me find handles dot com question mark <laughs> and something comes up at, at Google at Google dot dot gmail that help um, <laughs> that help uh no so uh it's a company that i used recently to print stickers for my twitch stream called sticker mule so um hee-haw it's a a website where uh, i mean you see a bunch of them but this one in particular is really really good because you can uh, you upload your your images uh you design whatever you need and uh they'll make it for you ship it to you um which is pretty fun but the cool thing about it is and the reason that I signed up in the first place is that they send these like almost daily deals to you. Um, like get uh get fifty stickers for six bucks or something like that. So um, it's one of those things. Like I that's the deal. One of the deals that I got for my Beardad Gamer stickers uh, was one of these emails that you know it was like fifty stickers. I think it, it might have been like eight bucks or something like that. And I mean they're solid looking little three inch round stickers i don't know where they are right now but um but it's kind of neat and i mean every day not every day but you definitely get some like packaging tape deal Eh, who needs that transfer stickers label week circle labels happy stickers custom labels like uh, these are all things that i've gotten sent to me and they're ridiculously priced and it's not like a one-time new customers only thing if if they send you the email you can use it so um if you're looking to make some merch for whatever you may be doing um i i would check out sticker mule um they're pretty cool and uh easy everything everything about it's easy uploading your design and any tweaks you want to make so check them out tell them beard ad sent you and they'll probably they won't do anything but uh, but you know at least you'll save maybe a couple bucks on some of these fun cool things whether it be stickers or labels or whatever you need so what you're saying is that we should update our stickers with the word podcast on it just podcast it'll be very confusing <laughs> well no I, I i like our logo but it should Pod. also have the word 
podcast. Well, no, I think we should get stickers, like, was- much smaller stickers that just say the word podcast that we can place over the stickers we've already put <laughs> all over the world. Well, that would work because I've stuck a lot of them up around this state. And, uh, I'm like, if anybody goes to look for it, hopefully they find us. Right. Be like, oh, drinking with friends. That's a good idea. <laughs> Go ahead. Get some cheap stickers and buttons and stuff. Sticker mule. Um, that I could write slogans. I swear. <laughs> Anyways, it's man of the people's time to shine. Uh, Obert, what do you got for us tonight? Hang on, let me play the sound effect. Honk, 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 still broken. Okay, so this week on the podcast, um, today is November thirtieth, and you know what that means. You got to get moving on your Christmas. The Ides of March. Your Christmas presents. Your Christmas cards. Whatever you want. Um, a lot of people this year had to cancel plans they had made for travel um a lot of people weren't able to see family as much as they wanted to this year myself included so one good way to kind of connect your family or remind you of those travel destinations that you want to go to is um getting some pictures printed i really am a fan of snapfish.com s-n-a-p-f-i-s-h.com they are doing christmas cards Right now, they do they do photo albums. They are my one-stop shop for printing out pictures you took with your phone, which is how everybody takes pictures now all the time. And I think in, in this 2020 pandemic year, um, pictures mean a little bit more to people. So even though it's not even December yet, there's some of you out there and you know who you are that wait too long to get started on your Christmas cards. This guy right here. That, that guy right there who it's like it's like you're you're asking yourself is december 28th too late to send christmas cards or should we just wait till next year right what if i wanted so i could take any picture i want right yeah so like if i wanted to send out a christmas card of me and like my boxers playing a guitar on this out in the snow well you can't do that one why not well you're not allowed to steal my christmas card oh okay what if i put a santa hat on we, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it okay but like I, I figure, so it's, it, it can literally be a picture of anything I want, right? right? Yeah. Right? You and Simba hanging out in the right, snow, so, making snow angels. So me only and wearing Simba, hat, hip, strategically placed. Simba, Simba playing the drums and me playing the guitar. Yeah. Santa hat conveniently placed. I can I can make that a a, a card. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And um, I have never used Snapfish to send Christmas cards, but I believe that you can put in the addresses and names of the people who you want to send them to and they'll do it for you so really so do you would you like a picture of me and simba playing the guitar and drums respectively out in the snow with a santa hat strategically placed yeah i think people would love to see there's a lot of people who would find that hilarious there's a lot of my family and friends who might be confused getting a card with your face on it from me but uh we could try that <laughs> right but I, I mean and i mean when i mean you know Strategically placed, I mean on Simba. I mean, I myself will be butt-ass naked. The guitar will be strategically placed, hopefully. Nope. The guitar will strategically be... Strategically misplaced. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, well, I don't think Snapfish will let me send that one in the mail. But uh, who knows? Who knows? I don't. Only well, one way to find out, and that's by getting X-rated Christmas cards in your mailbox or not. Chris, be on the lookout for a Christmas card from... From me. <laughs> Featuring Todd's genitalia. <laughs> So we'll find out if that's going to happen or not. I wouldn't expect anything yeah. else. But, uh, yeah, to, to finalize this handle, Snapfish, send your loved ones pictures of you to remind them who you are. Or pictures of me. Or pictures of Todd and his cat and his musical to, instruments yeah. and his Santa hat. To, to remind them of, of you. That's right. All right, Todd, take us away. Sure. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening and we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers i will go first with thanking alvarium for their cluster nutter and their electrical banana nana nana but i will also thank fat orange cat for the being the primary brewing company on the electrical banana nana i would like to thank snitz creek brewery for their lemon meringue pie ale and i want to thank burlington beer company for the peasant king 
double India Pale Ale. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. That's Twitter, Facebook, Untapped, and Instagram. Also make sure you head over to Discord and join our conversation over there with all of the listeners of the of the Drinking Alone with Friends podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, we want your c- comments on what you think of that that drop that happened last week. Um, we're, we're looking for your feedback there, so make sure you do that as well. Um, also make sure that you head over to iTunes and subscribe and, or leave a comment and review. Preferably we'd prefer that you do both. Um, and just say how great this podcast is. And then, you know, if you're, if you're not listening on iTunes, that's fine. Leave a rating on whatever platform that you listen to us on, because you know, those ratings count too, whether you're on Google play or overcast or Spotify, wherever you are. Also make sure you recommend this podcast to your friends and your family. You know, you're going to be seeing or talking to them a lot over the next couple weeks. You know, maybe not seeing them face-to-face, but I'm sure you will be FaceTiming with them. Just mention, hey, you know, started listening to this new podcast about two years ago. Uh, here, take a listen, because I know you like beer, too. If nobody has anything else to say, um, I will sign off by saying um, thank you guys very much. Uh, as you know from the last episode, I'll be out over the next couple weeks. So um, we'll keep you guys informed about my progress, but uh, enjoy the, the content that's to come over the next couple weeks, and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So uh, how about if I wore sleigh bells? Can I take a picture and have it sent to the snow How big are these bells? Sleigh balls for you? Yeah, oh, okay. Ball-sized. Where's the Yule Log position? Conveniently. I don't, know, I don't know how pointy the Santa hat is going to be. Straight up. Well, I mean, I assume if you're laying in the snow, you're going to be pretty cold. That, maybe that just turns me on. So happy tonight. Getting Christmas cards from Tud Naked. <laughs>